And welcome back. I'm Mike with the Turntable Teachers, and class is officially back in session. And we are here for our final installment of Graduation 2021, which is our, our uh, segment of year-end lists. We've already come out with the Honor Roll 2021 and the Top 21 Songs of 2021. And finally, the one that most people have probably all been waiting for, we have our Top 21 Massachusetts Songs of 2021. If you missed either of those episodes, make sure you go check them out. They're out on YouTube and all podcast streaming platforms. And we're going to just jump right into the list. And of course, before I get to the actual list, please make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel or our podcast, wherever you are currently listening. We are available on Apple, Spotify, and SoundCloud in addition to YouTube. You guys obviously know the drill. If you've heard the last two episodes, you know how this kind of works. Going to go from 21 all the way down to one. And uh, these are my favorite songs from the Massachusetts area. The criteria is that uh, these people, these artists, uh, either have to be from Massachusetts, live in Massachusetts currently, or had to have spent some time living in Massachusetts. So some of these artists don't technically still live in the Massachusetts area, but they might be from here. So that's really the criteria for this list. And um, some of the artists are very local and others are at the national stage. So this is gonna be an interesting uh, and fun one. I'm really excited that we did these last year as well. They did great. There's gonna be some recurring artists on this list as well, and some artists you've probably seen on the show. And yeah, without further ado, I'd love to get into it. At number 21, we have D Money Martinez with All The Smoke. Yeah, yeah. hold on. Just coming to set some shit straight, you heard? Let's get it. Hold on. Just give him a minute. Give him a what? Give a fuck by the rumors. Fuck what you think. I ain't clearing a sense. Stupid boy. It's fuck what you heard. It's fuck what you thought. Say the fuck on my business. Say the fuck on my business. Cause you could get hurt for playing with me. This shit could get wicked. Hold on. D Money Martinez is an artist that I actually came on to from the CWTFB radio podcast. And big shout out to those guys, Charlie Machine, um, Cash G, and uh, the whole crew over there. They actually got a BMA for the uh, Best Music Podcast of 2021, the Boston Music Award. So big shout out to them. Congratulations, guys. You guys are really killing it. Uh, I saw D Money Martinez on the CWTFP podcast this year. And I uh, really got onto his music that way. He's really interesting. He's got a uh, he's got a really a product uh, production side that he does. He's also, of course, an artist. And I got really into his Larry Drip Two album this year. And All the Smoke was one of the first songs, I believe, actually the opening song of the album. And it's by far one of my favorites. I really love the violin sample that mixes with the snare drums. It's very dark and menacing. Kind of reminds me or reminiscent of like a Dreams and Nightmares. As impressive as the instrumental is, I think D Money Martinez is actually the most impressive part of this. I really love his double time flows that he portrays on here and the rhyme scheme he has. He really just gives a nice, solid energy throughout the track. He has a very confident delivery. This is gonna sound kind of like an oxymoron, but like with a calm ferocity, like, He's very confident in what he's saying, but there's like a ferociousness to it that I just, I love that duality uh, in his voice and in his, the way he delivers the music. Uh, this is a great song. You guys should totally check out the full track. Uh, and of course, the episode that he did with CWTFB Radio. Big shout out to D Money Martinez coming at number 21. Uh, very deserving of the list. And up next, we have Van Buren Records with Braindead. Find out my own sound, everybody know my song. She my biggest fan now, yeah, she blowing up my phone. I'm like Chip Skylark, they be knocking when I'm not home. They be making my line now, but I don't fuck with my clones. 
Van Buren Records comprised of Lord Felix, Andrew Regis, Giles, St. Lior, Meech, Luke Bars, and others. Uh, there's uh, oh, Ricky Felix as well. I'm sorry, I forgot to mention him. Uh, they're a massive collective out of Brockton. Uh, Massachusetts doing some huge things. They had a really amazing year this year. They dropped their album Bad for Press. Also did a lot of collaborative stuff with an EP with Aziz The Shake, uh, who's the producer out in LA, who's also from Massachusetts, works with uh, a high-level artist like Bia. So Van Buren really like elevated their game this year even further than they did last year. They also got some Boston um, Music Award nominations and wins for them. So they're just doing a phenomenal job throughout their music. And the album Bad for Press had a really interesting like creative rollout that I really enjoyed. You guys should go check out their Instagram page for more of that. But talking about more or less the Brain Dead song, it's a really interesting track. Huh? There's an interesting contrast here where there's some banging drums, but it's also very mellow as well. Uh, so it has like a nice uh, you know mix of both. And every artist that's on this uh, on this track really does a nice job. I, I think Giles stands out the most from um, a verse standpoint. I think his gritty, sort of hard-hitting voice really goes nicely with this beat. And I really love St. Lior's very catchy, smooth uh, hook. Really love the Chip Skylark line uh, that brought me back. Very nostalgic with like fairly odd parents. So any 90s babies out there, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. And yeah, I've just been a huge fan of Van Buren throughout the year. The album Bad for Press, again, like I said, rollout was really good. Album itself was really good. Could have picked a lot of songs from this record. Medic was actually one I was toying with a bit to make this list, but ultimately it felt like the single Brain Dead really showcased a lot of what Van Buren's about. So I really enjoy this track. If you, by chance, some stroke of luck, have been living under a rock and haven't heard Van Buren records this year, totally give them a listen. Big shout out to you guys. Phenomenal album, phenomenal track. Coming in at number 19, we have Sleeping Bella with Insatiable. Do you know what follows? A chest is hollow now. Afraid to erase you. But maybe that's how we'll go. Sleeping Bella is no stranger to this list and the podcast. We've you know we've promoted a lot of her music in the past. This song, Insatiable, happened to be one of my favorites of this year. She has a very interesting sound. Uh, her music is very ambient, uh, atmospheric. Uh, I would liken it to like some stuff that like you know some of the older weekend type style songs. Um, she does like a lot of vocal reverb and distortion in her music. This song has very heavy synth production. It's very melancholy and has this really interesting slow build as it progresses, you know, as the beat also progresses, but also Sleeping Bella's vocals. And especially in the hook, she has a nice blend of like breathy, uh, drawn out vocals, but then also it uh, includes a lot of reverb as well. So it really just gives it a nice full fleshed out listen. It's a very hypnotic vibe that will like put you to sleep and then just when it has you, kind of again the hook with the with the energy kicks back has this very blissful euphoric feeling and energy that you can you can vibe and tone that you can kind of get from it um i just love this song a lot i think it's very just mesmerizing in so many ways and sleeping bella's vocals and vocal performance as always uh is, is simply breathtaking so big shout out to her she did fantastic on this on this particular song really big fan of her if you like this type of style of music i would totally of course check out more of her discography and very well deserving of the number 19 spot on this list 
At number 18, we have Simply Whitney with Law and Order. Simply Whitney is a funk vocalist and artist who is actually a Turntable Teachers alumni. She came on the show for a guest speaker episode much earlier this year. Funny enough, small world, how things work out. She's actually a good friend of mine from college. Shout out Bo, her aunt, uh, his aunt, excuse me. So that's really a kind of an interesting uh, thing we didn't realize until we uh, did the did the guest speaker episode. But I'm really a huge fan of her music too. She had an awesome EP this year where she collaborated with producer Yuki Kanasaka, and this is uh, this EP is titled Sleepless, and this song Law and Order is actually from that EP. And believe it or not, this song actually samples Law and Order, has a very groovy mix with really interesting drums and keys, also a really like slick guitar chord, as well with some interesting synth melodies. And and right off the bat, when you hear Whitney's voice, you automatically hear just the booming powerfulness that this that her voice does have. It's very reminiscent, obviously, in this song, too. She really just kind of commands control of the track, um, really is a focal point, but also does a nice job of using her voice almost as an instrument, too. Especially as the song kind of continues, you really hear a lot of the interesting melodies that she's able to hit and use with her voice. She has such a rich charisma and personality about her and you can just hear it in the in the song you don't even need to know her as a human uh but obviously what you see what you hear is kind of what you get as well with her uh and that's the beautiful like you know nature of this song just how authentic it sounds and, and just how much fun you can tell that she has with making music so big shout out to simply whitney i really love this song if you guys like funk and anything with a nice groove to it i definitely think you will love the sleepless ep totally check it out and check out the guest speaker episode as well if you somehow missed it really awesome one she has a very uh really cool background as, as well for anybody that wants to check it out so big shout out simply whitney coming in at number 18 at number 17 we have bo burnham with that funny feeling now this one might be throwing some people for a curveball bo burnham isn't he a comedian well, yes, he is, but he's also a musician too. I, at least I count him as a musician. You know, if you're unfamiliar with Bo Burnham, he's out of uh, Wenham, Massachusetts. He's a, he's a really big time comedian now. Uh, and he's been having, uh, for years and years, he's been doing a lot of comedy and musical uh, blended style performances. Has a couple of really awesome specials on Netflix that you should totally check out, like stand up wise. But this past year in particular, man, like I gotta say, Bo Burnham artistically went in a completely different direction and in terms of like captivating an audience in a way that I, for me personally, I haven't been captivated by anything in quite some time with his stand-up special that he did are really more of a pandemic special called Inside. And if you haven't heard it yet or haven't watched it yet, it's it's you'll laugh, you'll cry. It's 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 unbelievably moving. He really just honestly uh, with this one talks about some of like the oxymorons and fallacies of our society today. Makes fun of it, but does it in such a just genius level way. And really intricate, in, um, you know, details a lot of music within it, uh, and that's what makes this thing so unique. And actually, the whole album itself, it's out on Spotify too. So if you even if you don't have time to go check out the actual uh, special, which you should, you should make time for it. But if you're someone like me who loved the special so much, you actually go back to some of the songs. And that funny feeling, uh, really for me, was a song that like I was listening to a lot. It's far less comedic, maybe like it's in terms of tone than some of the other songs that are on or in the performance. Um, are on the soundtrack, so to speak. 
but this song has more of like a you know sitting around the campfire type of vibe i love some of the lines he has here like he says like 8k uh, resolution meditation app which is like you know obviously hilarious like why do we need some of these like big huge apps to like meditate he also says things like you know bugles take on race where it's like he's talking about how brands have to like take on some sort of social dilemma in order to you know market themselves better and be more uh you know socially acceptable and he has some interesting uh, oxymorons too where he says like you know gift shop at a gun range mass shooting at a mall i thought that was kind of interesting too i love how he plays off of like you know different you know things that are happening in the world that are serious and like need attention but you kind of using comedy to you know highlight them i just think bo burnham this year did something that uh not a lot of creatives are able to do really you know pull at the heartstrings of the audience but then also make them laugh as well and then make it just have such a profound impact as this album and really the special did so big shout out to bo burnham well deserving of the number 17 spot on this list at number 16 we have revelation and godilla featuring m dot this is their song i've been Before the pilgrims ever held hands with Tonto Before the Mayflower took to the ocean I was prophesied, scribed in the books of the omen I've been fresh Revelation is part of the EMS Experimental Mind State Collective as is M.Dot, and he collab they both actually collaborate with Godzilla here for a really awesome track. It's very bombacious and enjoyable, fun. Uh, really will kind of give you a lot of energy and um, you know, definitely a song that you should you know play in the car, at the gym. You know, the very stark piano chords on it really give it a menacing feeling, but then it's interesting how Rev and M.Dot, and even Godzilla as well, um, with their vocals are able to kind of play, you know, have more of a playful tone and also give off such their like their charisma that they all have on the mic. It kind of gives off a very menacing aesthetic, but again, like I said, also playful as well. My favorite part of the instrumental specifically is this these thunderous drums that come in. I think it really is sort of the backbone of the track as a whole. And all three MCs, like I said, they really deliver their verses with such conviction and bravado. Um, I love the music video too. They're all kind of at a bowling alley, and uh, you know, there's really this interest again that kind of gives off the, the kind of a comedic undertone there as well. Um, you could just tell they had a lot of fun crafting this song, um, and I just you know in the video of course, and it's just a song for me that I really loved. I did actually a piece on this song as well on Boston Hassle and on our website. So if you want a, like a more in-depth uh, you know uh, analysis of this song, I would totally check out that. Uh, that article will link it in the description. But either way, uh, you know, Revelation and M. Dot, uh, they're just such huge fans of them, and came on to Godzilla here for the first time as well. So um, through this song, so big shout out to them. Rev and um, Rev and Godzilla actually have a collaborative album that you guys should totally go check out as well. This song is off of that, and uh, big shout out to you guys. Really enjoyed this track this year, coming in at number 16. At number 15, we have Dev Soder with Brainless. Dev Soder is an indie alternative hip hop. Really, he kind of blends in a lot of different genres as an artist. He's actually a new father as well. So congratulations, Dev, from the entire Turntable Teachers team. 
we are you know really happy for you and, and hope you and wish you and uh, your new born baby nothing but the best dev is a part of the ather lace uh, label which we've done a lot of work with in the past um, and this song is also off the did a tapes EP which dropped very early in 2021 I believe it was like around February and I just love this song for like the funky psychedelic grooves that it has uh, I think that dev really plays off of the instrumentation very nicely uh, in terms of his vocal performance I think he does a nice job of using just a wide variety of different aesthetics in one song I always love how dev does with it especially with his vocals how he distorts them a bit um, makes them a little bit more warped and ambient i think these vocal effects really aid in a lot of like these lush melodies that he's going for the theme of the song is very relatable too it really gives off this idea that you know this person or this narrator uh, feels like they're being kind of taken advantage of a bit by a significant other and sort of being judged by like their his his or her significant others uh, friends and family is a line here that i think really sticks out to me he says i won't give you a dime all I give you is my time and you waste it. I think again, we've all been kind of been in that situation, whether it's even not even have to be necessarily with a significant other, it could just be with a friend or a coworker or a family member or somebody that you don't feel is like kind of giving that reciprocation that you really desire. Um, there's definitely an insecurity with this song in particular um, and, and, and sort of this um, kind of coming of age story, this sort of old, uh, you know, this, this young person really trying to deal with, you know, handling with other people. So I, I think that overall, I think there's really a, a lot here for everybody. Um, the song is just really fantastic in terms of its, its mood. And I think you know, I, I really just enjoyed it as a whole this year. And overall, Dev has just been an artist that I've really become very infatuated with. Uh, he actually came on the on the podcast as well earlier this year. So make sure you go check out his guest speaker episode as it's another really solid gem in our, in our, um, in our catalog. So yeah, big shout out to you, Dev. Very well deserving of the number 15 spot on this list. At number 14, we have Over the Bridge with Right Back. Lately, I'm my own worst enemy. I don't think I need any help, no. But I've been wasting too much energy. Over the Bridge is an indie band from North Shore, Massachusetts that I came on to recently. Shout out Pareto, who actually put me on to them. And this song is great. It has like a very like funky island summer vibe as well. There's even uh, the instrument in, within the instrumentation, there's these bongo drums that uh, really give off that sort of uh, that tone and that aesthetic. And the guitar chords are super groovy. I just love this instrumentation so much. It's one of the, some of the favorite, my, my favorite instrumentation that I heard this year. And I love the lead singer's raspy vocals. It really actually gives a great contrast to that instrumentation. And really the theme of this song is like life taking you in a circle, feeling like you're just not going anywhere. Like you're running the same race, almost like on this like hamster wheel of life, so to speak. He has a couple of lines here that I think are really great. Great. He says, I love the chase, but I'm never satisfied. And then the other line he has where he says, you know, I'm always kind of taking two steps forward, but I feel like I'm always two steps behind. I'm kind of paraphrasing that a little bit. But either way, I think this song also has a nice relatability to it as well. And then in the back end of it too, with the instrumentation specifically, the drums get much more heavier. And I think it just kind of really rounds out the song and, and, and kind of leaves the listener, um, you know, not as... I would say uh, happy as they are, so to speak, as as they came in uh, with the initial first song. This, you know, instrumentally it has a little bit more of like uh, a fun aesthetic and like a groovy aesthetic, but the tones are very melancholy in in the lyrics. So I think it, it sort of leaves you a little bit. Um, 
disappointed from like a standpoint not from the song itself but just from a standpoint of like the content you feel like you kind of you're rooting for this for this artist essentially or this this speaker so to speak this narrator and doesn't feel like they're ever getting out of the funk that they're in so i just really love that uh really that contrast for sure man this was a great song totally guys i totally recommend you guys check this out um, and I'm really interested to see, uh, you know, where these guys go next. So big shout out to Over the Bridge coming in at number 14. At number 13, we got Shane Dillon with his song Storm featuring Naledi Masilo and C4. <laughs> Love, life is a gruesome scene, the fake is the truest thing. Materialism screams, but little by little dreams. Shout out with Triple B. Shane Dillon is a multi-talented composer and producer. He just recently dropped a brand new album, a debut album called A Star or a Lonely Dreamer, where he had a bunch of Massachusetts creatives and artists collaborate on this album with him. Tons of great vocalists. And this song, Storm, was one of the first singles from it and actually you know, ended up being one of my favorites throughout the year. It really got a lot of replayability in a lot of my, in my library and playlists. And on this one, as I mentioned, he links up with rapper C4 and vocalist Naledi Masilo. I really loved how C4 delivered his vocals. He captures a lot of interesting themes in the song, like battling a life with vices of like materialism and also the societal pressures that come with like being an artist or being just like a, a person in today's society. Um, I really think he does a nice job of like being relatable with not only uh, the audience, but also kind of, you know, sort of giving off this idea of this kind of gloominess that surrounds this character that he's portraying. Naledi Masila's lush vocals play a nice contrast over this ensemble of different um, sounds and, and instrumentals that range from artists like Shane Dillon, as well as a brass section from Tim Hall, Miles Kensington, and Matt Estabrook and JP Heston. So a lot of people really collaborated on this song to make the aesthetic what it is. And Shane is behind all of it, composing it, uh, you know, layering a lot of the keyboards. He has an awesome keyboard solo in the second half of this. And I really like too a lot of the sort of sounds that he played with, right? He has like, you know, thunder samples coming in here. It really actually sounds like a storm. Um, again, like I mentioned, there is a very huge kind of gloomy sort of uh, dark cloud type of uh, vibe that is over this song as a whole. And again, whether it's the thunder sample or even the, the very subtle rain sample that is used here, I think overall it sort of just blends into this harmonious experience that is very cinematic. And this album, uh, A Star or a Lonely Dreamer, had a lot of cinematic moments to it so i totally encourage you guys to check out this album if you haven't yet it's a beautiful project shane dylan did a great job with this uh with this particular song storm uh and, and really the album as a whole loved it very worthy of the number 13 spot on our list coming in at number 12 we have joiner lucas with Ramen and OJ featuring Lil Baby. I got some needs. I need the money like I need to breathe. I need some honest and I need the scheme. I need the W by any means. So yes, Joyner Lucas technically, obviously he's a Massachusetts native, so I felt like I would put him, feel like it's just necessary to put him on this list instead of the national list from last week. But Ramen and OJ, not a lot to say about it in terms of like the actual content of the song, but it's just a flat out banger, let's be honest. 
The piano runs are really awesome. It's dark, it's haunting. And I think Joyner and Lil Baby really do a nice job of like perfectly blending together on this song. They have a nice back and forth. They both have really nice fast paced flows and really interesting uh, rhyme schemes. Just the energy overall of this song, it, I just couldn't get enough of it. I kept playing it over and over again. It's so, it just would stick in my head all the time, especially the hook. Both Joyner and Lil Baby perform it just beautifully. And I think it's overall a song that uh, is just incredibly catchy and uh, certainly noteworthy of this list. So coming in at number 12, we have Ramen and OJ. And just outside the top 10, we got my man DK with Reality. I go through my days asking myself how do I do it? I got friends in my circle, damn, they really been through it. And I got others who don't even know what time I'll be on. They worried about my dream, well, where the hell is your... DK is an artist, a producer also a teacher as well so shout out to you man i hope your school year is going well i know it's, it's a crazy time of year to be a teacher or time, crazy time in our life to be a teacher to be honest um but anyway you guys are here for the music you don't want to hear about teaching obviously <laughs> but dk uh really had a huge year not only for his like personal discography but he did a lot of production as well for artists like kudo and little step just to name a few uh, he also produced the Western Massachusetts Cypher that we covered as well on our page. So make sure you guys go check that out as well on our blog. This song, Reality, I thought was a massive statement for DK simply because he was so vulnerable in the lyricism here. He confronts a lot of his repressed traumas that he hadn't really ever talked about on, you know, not only music, but maybe with a lot of people that didn't even really like thought they knew him but didn't. Um, or at least knew his background, so to speak. Just, you know, to kind of hear that, you know, there's so many people out there that have struggles. Everyone's kind of fighting a personal battle that we don't really know that much about. And I just thought the song overall had like this very profound self-awareness, uh, you know, that not a lot of music, you know, these days does have. This song feels almost like a rebirth for him in a way. Like, you know, he's accepting his downfalls of his past and he's really accepting these things. Uh, and trying to move on and move forward, I felt like it was just him kind of just trying to air out these demons. So I'm really happy for him that he was able to do that and successfully build such a beautiful song on top of it. The lyrical depth also accompanied by the instrumental, such a nice blend both. They really work harmoniously together. The instrumental has this awesome, colorful, psychedelic guitar melody that's blended with hard-hitting snares and a slick bass line. But overall, DK's vocal performance really is the best component of this whole thing, especially at the end. A lot of these very like belty vocals um, that have so much passion and emotion uh, instilled in them. It really just is a powerful listen as a whole. He's able to hit some of these some of these emphatically low notes and also these falsettos and all while all the while mixing in these auto-tune croon styled vocals as well. And DK also had a great guest speaker episode on our podcast as well. So also make sure that you go check that out. He talks more in detail about this song. So totally go check that out if you have not. Reality is just overall just very dynamic, transparent, and it's certainly one of my favorite songs of 2021 coming from the Massachusetts area. Big shout out DK. I loved this song and I can't wait to hear what he has in store in 2022. And we have made it to the top 10. Coming in at number 10, we have Neems with Plan A. Only plan A, no B. I'ma just plan a B. Money gon' be the key. Money gon' feed the team. Fiends gon' need a key. God protecting me. I got God protecting me. God protecting me. Neems is also no stranger to this list. She made it last year and she is back again this year. And she had a massive 2021. Whether it was being featured on some of Apple's exclusive playlists 
or you know just kind of gaining a lot more traction and listener listeners in general she has really just elevated herself much like van buren did as, as i mentioned earlier uh, in a way that i'm just so happy for her and it's so well deserving she's so unique as an artist with the way that she with her pitch uh, the way that she has such great range with her pitch and just the uniqueness of her voice, whether she sings or raps, she can really do both so flawlessly. She had a really awesome album this year called It's Above Me that I encourage you guys to check out. Plan A is from this particular album. And overall, with this song Plan A, I just love her rhyme scheme on it, the way her certain vocal inflections uh, really help to kind of give the overall aesthetic uh, a sort of beautiful but also a hard-hitting style that is very unique and I love the message too about just like it's only plan A like don't worry about plan B or C like focus on the, the goal that you have and like that is really just you know the most important thing the rhyme scheme on the hook is super catchy and infectious and then she has these really fast-paced hard-hitting flows on all the verses that again just show off her versatility so well the song is just a total bop really enjoy it uh, it was heavy rotation for me this year so big shout out to neems coming in at number 10 with plan a certainly deserving of this list and that, like i said two years in a row so hoping she makes it as well for next year too at number nine we have token with sip remember i would post pics leaning on a new whip even though it wasn't my car Finally got the license, I just copped the new Benz I wish you could see me right now Girl, you know how I get Highs, highs, lowest lows, how unstable I get You understand me more than me, just how crazy I get I ain't trying to find someone else to explain me that shit to me, Token is one of the most interesting artists in Massachusetts. I really like love his story so much. Uh, he comes from North Shore, Mass. The, he, I think he split his time in Salem, Massachusetts and Marblehead, Mass growing up. And I'm originally from Danvers, so like I really am very familiar with that area. So it's really cool to see somebody from that area just gaining so much traction and shine. Finally, he really deserves it. Um, he just released a few weeks ago his debut album, Pink is Better, which is just phenomenal. You guys should go totally check this out. I know Token was mostly known for his really fast-paced, hard-hitting flow patterns and uh, his freestyle, most most uh, specifically on Sway. And he does have a lot of those uh, aspects on Pink is Better. But this song, Sip, I wanted to highlight because I thought it was such a you know different sort of direction that he was able to go in. The song showcased a lot of different like styles for him. Specifically, it was very more lush and melodic than anything he's put out in his discography maybe ever. And I think that's the most beautiful thing about Token as an artist where he's able to actually elevate his own sound and really become a really more versatile artist than he was when he started. The song Sip is dedicated to a love interest. He's really trying to discuss about how important this person is. He'll do you know anything he you know he can for her. Um, he actually even sings in the hook too, and really kind of you know shows off some of you know his actual uh, you know different style that he can actually do. It's just it's just mind blowing to hear you know where Token began to where he is now with a song coming out like Sip. I don't think I ever would have thought that he would not only be able to put out a song like Sip, but execute it in such a brilliant way that he was able to do here. Uh, I just wanted to give him all the credit in the world for it. Um, admittedly, it actually is not my favorite song from Pink is Better. However, I do think artistically, it's one of his best songs that he's ever 
put out. So even though I'm still playing it a lot, it's not my favorite song specifically from the album. I felt like it needed to be here just because of really the risk he took and how much it paid off. So big shout out token, man. You you absolutely killed this. I'm so happy for you. And uh, I hope that you, you know, you continue from here. Um, big shout out to you, man. At number nine, token with sip, certainly worthy of making the top 10. And coming in at number eight, we have Heath 240 with Live. This is also Heath 240's second year in a row on the list. He had his single Chirp was on the list last year. I believe it was at like number three. And he's now, it's the second time around in the top 10. And what I really like about Heath 240 so much is really how authentic his music is, but also really how specific it can be. Like when you hear a Heath 240 song, you kind of know it's him. He's really cemented a certain style about him that I really just enjoy overall. I really feel like Heath 240 is perfecting the bedroom pop style of music. You know, this song is very atmospheric. Uh, it has a really nice, like lush tone to it. Kind of similar to Neems where like he's able to rap but also sing as well. Uh, he does both so uh, effortlessly it feels. And he kind of switches back and forth between the two. Um, I just really love this song for the really the lush production and sort of the way it all came together. Um, it's a song that's super catchy, especially in the hook. I love his like very fast flow that he's able to uh, sort of exemplify in this. And in particular, uh, just his style, I think is just really um, captivating to me. And, and even though it's very modern, it has a very interesting, unique spin on it too. So, and I think his voice is just so recognizable as well. Uh, and this song live, I played a ton this year. So huge, huge fan of this song. Obviously, if you are, have been a long time fan of the podcast, you know how big of a fan I am of Heath 240. Definitely make sure you guys check out live if you have not. The music video as well is fantastic. And a uh, big shout out to you, Heath, coming in at number eight. At number seven, we have the China Blue with Silence. China Blue is also zero stranger to the podcast. He made the list last year, and now he is back on the list this year. Also has a guest speaker episode that I believe was in the tail end of 2020. I don't think it was 2021. I can't quite remember. But either way, he's also been on this on the um, the podcast as well. So do make sure you check that episode out if you have not yet. And this particular song is from his EP. The last several months, with just which just released in December, actually released on my birthday, so and it was quite the birthday present, especially. And I really loved this song, Silence, so much. The aesthetic and sonic appeal of this song is just magnificent. Um, I really love the vocal sample and really the how like um, vivid and colorful the entire instrumental is. And what I love most about the song specifically is the way that the China Blue is able to really intricate his vocals into the beat and really the instrumental and make them just 
play off of each other so perfectly. He exudes so much emotion and passion into these falsettos. And the song just has this really just energy that continuously progresses until the very last moment, uh, about last 30 seconds or so, which has this really awesome like uh, breakdown, instrumental breakdown that is just uh, has a little bit more hip hop inspired rather than this like more of more uh, like high high end bedroom pop style. So the song just has really awesome elements of both styles. And I think that, you know, the China Blue was able to execute such a sound like this really shows his talent and versatility as an artist. This song Silence replayed again and again and again for me this year. And uh, I'm just so happy for him that he was able to put out a project that really showcases what he's able to do and really where his sound could potentially go. Uh, and I just think as well lyrically, he's also somebody that puts a lot of time and effort into the writing. And it's very apparent on a song like this where it's very introspective and layered. Um, I'm such a huge fan of what he's doing. So big shout out to you, The China Blue. Keep doing your thing. Coming in at number seven with Silence. Up next at number six, we have Taha with Intruder. Taha is back. He's back in the top 10. He was actually number one last year with his song Nightmares off of his album Have Nightmares About Me, which is easily one of my favorite projects of 2020. And he comes back this year with another album called Cocaine Jasper, and this is the lead single off of that album. And if you can recall, or if you're a fan of Taha's, Have Nightmares About Me, very dark, very experimental and industrial sounds of and this interesting style of hip hop that he does do. Uh, and if you liked that or you're a fan of that, he goes in a he takes it just completely to the next level on this Cocaine Jasper project, and in particular with Intruder. I mean, my God, it is abrasive. It's dark. It's demonic. Taha really feeds into this alter ego that's called Cocaine Jasper, and uh, it, he really just completely goes in, in such a like almost like psychopathic way on this song in the video it's just it's a crazy mind-blowing experience it is just like abrasively crude in the best possible way it's like the only way i can describe it uh you know the lyrics are just insane uh, I, I won't even quote them on here but you know it, it, i think pataha what he does in particular uh you know he really plays this character just insanely well and uh, I, I really think that the alter ego that he's able to display on this is so artistically sound to me. And he does it so well, not only in the lyrics and his vocal delivery, but also in the overall aesthetic uh, to actually bring uh, this character to, to life in the way that he does. So Taha at number one last year, falling just ever so slightly to number six. Uh, no knock on him at all. Cocaine Jasper is a phenomenal project that you guys should to totally check out. And this song was very, very, very much a huge contender for the top five, just sitting outside of it at number six. And we've reached the top five. Coming in at number five, we have Mako with Capricorn featuring Haji Gavi. I'm a dumb hair orange. I'm gonna finally take my time. I just don't care much. I just live my pretty little life. 
Mako is also no stranger to this list, but this is certainly the highest he has been, and very rightfully so with this song, Capricorn, and featuring new, rising New York pop star, Haji Gaviota. The soundscape of this song, maybe not that fitting uh, for this season right now that we are in in winter, but I'm telling you right now, once the spring and summer months hit, this is an absolute runaway jam that you have to play. For me personally, played it consistently throughout the spring and the summer. It's so warm and bright, and it's very interesting that this was not really a sound that Mako had done a lot of up until this point. A lot of his music was a little bit more like sad boy melancholy, and now with this song, he completely goes in this very groovy, funky uh, rendition of himself that I just love so much. And I think overall the smooth, sultry vibe of this song really just plays into how versatile Mako actually is. The guitar-driven indie pop smash that this is is such a breath of fresh air, and both Mako and Haji Gaviota do an awesome job of adding such great charisma and relatability with this song. There's an element of like easygoing bliss in this song, but also like a weird insecurity as well where it like Mako has this uh, image of himself and he's unsure of whether or not he should be like, you know, just very sporadic and radical and like dye his hair orange. He talks about like having more of a carefree nature, stepping back sort of from this everyday grind that, you know, I can certainly relate to that can maybe get you caught up. He has an awesome line here that I think exemplifies this where he says, and it's a fact that my mind can be a dangerous neighborhood, but I still walk in it late at night. Mako, sorry, I know you do it so much better, man, but uh, it just sticks in my head even right now. And Haji Gaviota at the end of the song really adds a great element to it, you know, really referencing and sort of reinforcing, uh, you know, picking yourself up when you're down, really not really like listening to other people's, you know, perspectives, you know, as much, especially if they're negative, but also yourself too, how you can, you know, we can also sometimes, you know, be our own worst enemy. Overall, it's like certainly one of my favorite songs of the year. It's just, it's impossible to put this on and not feel so good about it. Phoenix Rios, my co-host and I, we both talked about it at length on our podcast, uh, one of our song reviews that we did a little bit earlier this year. Uh, I also wrote a piece on this as well on our blog that you guys should totally check out. But yeah, man, like big shout out to you, Mako and Haji Gaviota for this one. It is just a spring and summer jam that I'm sure anybody, if you haven't heard it yet, you will fall in love with it. At number four, we have Hex featuring Cronin. This is their song, Wait. Wait on my shoulders, down in my Hex is an artist, a producer, he's also an engineer as well. You guys probably most notably know him for our Mixing Tips with Hex segment that we have through our Right Mind partnership. And he dropped a phenomenal album this year called Some of My Insecurities. This song, Wait, is the lead single from it. Sonically, the song Wait is amazing. It really blends these really acoustic guitar chords with a nice drum progression. It's very melodic and has sort of like a sad boy feel to it. Hex really creates this narrative of a relationship that seems very stable on the surface, but it's anything but. This relationship he's highlighting is toxic, it's unhealthy, uh, but he himself is actually seems like he's unsure how to get out of it or how to get himself away from this person uh, completely. I think the best part about the song is its actual message. It contains this sort of idea of, you know, if you are complacent or you're dealing with somebody in your life that's toxic and you're having a hard time getting away from them, that it's actually gonna be worse for you down the line if you don't cut that cord right away, uh, if you continuously allow that person in. 
but on the other hand the aesthetic and vibe of the song just feels a lot more like hopeful and positive so i just love that like duality that hex and cronin are actually able to portray within the song the music video is really cool it depicts them both like trying to do very mundane activities like throwing footballs or just eating burgers trying to just get over uh this heartbreak and really just forget about this you know this toxic person that's trying to bring them down um, the song is just really cool it's uplifting but it has a, like a little bit of a darker tone to it than, it, than you might think um, the music video as I mentioned is awesome we also wrote about this song a little bit more in depth so if you want to check that out on our blog again please do so this is just a song I came back to time and time again this year I'm such a huge fan of it big shout out to Hex and Cronin for their single weight coming in at number and we are getting close guys we're at the top three and coming in at number three we have marcel stefan with that's all should have told myself i don't even care about state of my health i don't need nothing long as i'm making my wealth make it now make it now i'm trying to make it that so should have tell myself i don't need nobody because i can stay to myself can't nobody understand the way that i feel don't nobody need to see me i can play it like stealth that's all should have tell myself sweat it on the ship in case smell myself looking for a cross just to know myself never losing myself because i keep it Myself, that's all. Shit that I tell myself. I don't even care about the state of my health. I don't need nothing long as I'm making my wealth. Make it now, make it now. I'm just trying to make it that's all. The Gardner, Massachusetts based hip hop artist juxtaposes his aspirations and insecurities on this single, That's All. This song, That's All, from Marcel is easily his best song in my opinion that he has put out to date. And interestingly enough, it also is the most unique. Uh, song that he has ever put out because it doesn't sound like anything else in his discography it's much more melodic and very upbeat the hook is super moody and it has really some awesome double time flows it's incredibly catchy and infectious to listen to it's one of my, like my favorite hooks i've heard so far this year albeit uh, the, the number one song on this list is probably my favorite hook but this is like easily a close second in my opinion this acoustic guitar loop that he uses in the song is almost like folk sounding it's very like again very different than anything he has in his in his discography i think it pairs really nicely with these subtle drums and hi-hats and the aesthetic is just so raw and emotional it perfectly portrays exactly what he's trying to talk about with this sort of like duality like this catch-22 so to speak of if he does attain the fame again will it bring him happiness overall really for me what stands out is the honest lyricism of this song you know he really wants to make it and make it big uh, as an artist but he sort of also questions like whether or not these things in particular um, like that come along with the fame like you know the luxurious cars and homes and beautiful women like is this really something that will be long-lasting and give him long-lasting happiness or is it really the journey and really enjoying himself while doing it is that's what's most important he's really trying to grapple with both of these ideas really unsure of himself and i just love how vulnerable he gets on this song he shows like a little bit of his stubbornness as well shows also some of like the maybe the anxiety and depression that he's potentially going through as he sort of questions if this is the path for him he even questions a lot of his faith as well like you know is this going to be you know is this really in the cards for me um you know what is it going to do for me going forward i just i really feel that this is marcel's most like vulnerable and introspective song in his discography by far and I just, I love this song so much. He did such an amazing job. I love the acoustic guitar melody on this as well. It's just so infectious, but in such a humbling way. And I just thoroughly enjoyed this song so much. Big shout out to Marcel Stefan. Uh, we also did a piece on this on our blog as well. So once again, if you, a lot of these songs, 
uh, we have full-fledged articles about so if you want to see a little bit more in-depth uh, written piece as well totally go check that out but very deserving of number three spot Marcel didn't make the list last year and he makes it in such a big way this year at number three with that's all coming in at number two we have Garrett Merck with yeah. hold on yeah look from the day I jumped into this like I swabbing on some different shit like smile still glistening like I swear y'all not listening like I've been on that headphone stay on please don't talk to me when it comes to this music sh please do not offer me like Brockton hip-hop artist is also no stranger to the list he made it last year with his album 10 minutes late that was just a phenomenal project that I really enjoyed from him last year I've actually really weirdly enough been listening to uh, to him back since he was Merck um, he had this song called fish brains that a few of my college friends and I would listen to a lot that was just fantastic I just love to see where his he's taken his music since he dropped many singles in 2021 but this one was particularly my favorite because I thought the production was a bit unique it had like this sort of interesting mesh of like ambient but also like eclectic sounds had a nice like very stripped back guitar chord in the background uh, that I think added some depth to the actual instrumental but again similar to that's all I thought the lyricism was just phenomenal here and really was like the highlighting standout of the track he has so many introspective and nostalgic sort of lines and lyrics and the tone itself has gives off even itself just for a very like nostalgic feeling the song really adheres to him like staying true to himself like sort of finding that inner child again a little bit you know he even um as sort of uh, retrospect talks a little bit about like some of the, like some examples of him like just being at lunch as a high school kid and, and as, a, as a school kid essentially which i thought was really really nice and interesting but my favorite part aesthetically here is definitely the distorted vocal sample and really the harmonious nature in which the uh, the hook really kind of captivates the the listener here um, I felt like that this was one of again one of the best hooks of the year for sure and just the song as a whole it's just it's so pure it's so honest um, and I've, I've really just obviously enjoyed Mark so much over the years and I'm, I'm so happy that he's put out and really the song like this and like found a sound for him that really seems like it's working so Garrett Merck with Hold On. I mean, it, it, this song was constantly in my rotation this year. And I, again, it's just it's a song that really speaks to me a lot. So really big shout out to you, Garrett Merck, for this one coming in at number two with Hold On. And it's that time. We are here at the number one song from Massachusetts in 2021. Give me a little drum roll, please. And it is... Johan Lennox with You Up featuring Aunt Clemens. Winchester, Massachusetts native, is also an alum of the Turntable Teachers. One of my favorite episodes that we probably have in our catalog came out, I believe, sometime in April of 2021. So if you missed that episode, definitely check it out. And Johan had some other music this year that I could have maybe put on this list, like Phases. Phases was also flirting with the list as well. And uh, he also had a EP come out called the Chamber uh, Versions, or it was a Chamber, essentially a, um, an EP of some of his older songs, but Chamber Versions. Just for context, Johan has a really interesting orchestral background. He's really somebody that has brought 
orchestra music with contemporary music and really blended it together in a way that I don't think a lot of artists are actually doing. And I was very much ready to have phases on this list until he dropped you up and I became essentially obsessed with this song ever since it came out in early November. And Johan paints this interesting narrative with this character he's portraying. I think there's a lot of these similar themes with his upcoming album, What Do You Want to Be When You Grow Up, which is set to release in March. But I think this particular song really is entrenched in that idea of like growing up itself. And you kind of hit this point where, you know, you want to be young, you want to be free, but you also like are starting to see some of your own mortality. And in this song, he's really having an internal dilemma where after a night out of drinking, will, does he want to hit up his love interest? Uh, you know, and really, what is the purpose of, of him even reaching out? Does he want a relationship with this girl? Eh, maybe not. Uh, does he want a one night stand? Uh, also not sure either there. He's really just unsure of how he feels about her and just love in general. Like for example, if he, you know, if he does go with the former, if he does want to go be in his relationship with her, you know, there's some trepidation about like being boxed in and like, you know, the fear of commitment. And if it's the latter and he does have this one night stand with this woman, does he sort of fuck up this whole thing and is he like destined to be alone forever? Essentially, the listener is sitting here going, what the fuck does this character want? Like, we don't know. Johan doesn't know, but that's essentially kind of the beauty of this song in general. It's by far one of the catchiest hooks I've heard all year. And just the aesthetic and just the sonic appeal of this, like it's unlike a lot of things out there right now. It has, again, those orchestral violins and strings, but also with really the more modern contemporary trap and really hip hop inspired drums. But one of my favorite things about you know, Johan in general is the way he like delivers his vocals, the vocal distortions and the inflections that he uses, how he really kind of uses so much reverb on his vocals and really kind of gives it that like atmospheric sound. And then Aunt Clemens on the back end adds just a great contrasting element to Johan, kind of similar here, playing off these similar themes, like texting this woman being like, hey, I know you're up, I know you're reading this, you know, being there's like a weird insecurity here as well. Uh, with Ann Clemens as part of this. I think it just complements what Johan's trying to get at in this entire song. The song is just brilliantly executed. It's intricate, it's detailed, it's very layered, it's catchy as well. Like, there's just so much to love about this song. I kept playing it over and over and over again. The hook is just, you know, just stuck in my brain. I can't get it out some days. I find myself just like, you know, it'll pop in my head every once in a while. Overall, I'm just so excited to hear what Johan has in store with this upcoming album, What Do You Want to Be When You Grow Up? And hopefully he also has another song on the list in 2022. But for now, we want to really show him some love and gratitude for the number one song from Massachusetts, You Up, featuring Aunt Clemens. And that's it, guys. That concludes Graduation 2021. I love doing these. I'm so excited that I was able to come back and share my favorite songs and music of 2021 with you. I hope you liked these lists. And if you didn't, I encourage you to share a comment with us. Let us know what songs were your favorite of 2021 on either YouTube or Instagram. You know, what songs did I miss? If you had a top 10 or a top 20, screw it. Even if you want to give me a top 21, that would be super cool too. Let me know what your favorite songs are of this past year. I love to hear new music, of, of course. I mean, this is kind of the, the point of this podcast is to share music with each other. So anything that you guys feel like I missed or you want to add, feel free. And we are officially moving on to 2022. Be on the lookout for some 
great new content coming from us coming soon. Uh, you know, very some things that we haven't done before and haven't done yet. Uh, I'm just really excited for for what's in store. I appreciate everybody riding with us and 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 you know being patient with us and with our the reboot of our podcast. Uh, I just I'm so grateful to be doing this still, and I can't thank you all enough. And yeah, please, of course, as I mentioned, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Turntable Teachers, and be sure to subscribe to the podcast on YouTube and all podcast streaming services. And until next time, I'm Mike with the Turntable Teachers, and class is officially dismissed. Well,